Hi, everyone. This is Bob Grant. Welcome to Your Edge podcast. Um, I am the uh, head of the product management team for advanced location technologies from at Zebra, uh, Zebra Technologies. Um, just think of this as all things RFID. Uh, I wanted to sit down with a, a customer, uh, Howard Hellwinkle and Heather Hellwinkle uh, from Hunt Country Components and uh, Kurt Steinhoff as well from one of our valued partners, a company called ValueTrack. Um, <clears throat> What, uh, what Hunt Country Components did was they took some new technology, RFID, um, they installed it in a manufacturing facility to keep track of inventory, but in this case, actually something interesting also uh, for payroll too, because they needed to reconcile um, payroll because they do piece, piece part um, kind, of, uh, kind of operation, right? And so we wanted to sit down with the leaders here and decide why at this point they were um, you know, uh, um, overhauling the manufacturing processes right now at this time, right? So, um, you know, hopefully between Heather and Howard and Kurt, um, you know, we'll be able to uh, get the scope on what it's like to uh, modernize a factory and some of the aspects of it and, and why they did it, right? So uh, welcome, guys. Welcome, Howard, Heather, and Kurt. Thanks for being here. Yeah, Thank thanks, you. Bob. Yeah, great. Hey, so I know we shot a video and I, I, I saw it. I thought it was a really interesting video. And I think we're going to link to the video. Um, so you guys out there, um, you know, please take a look at that link, right? Um, and, you know, the video is about, you know, using technology, right, to feed item location for whip in, uh, work in progress, um, for work completion data, right, in this central information system, right? Um, and it was used to fulfill orders and find out, you know, when you could, um, let customers know when their actually components would be um, be delivered to them. And also, like I said, this unique kind of payroll um, system was developed around that as well, right? Um, so what we'd really like to do is like to start thinking about, you know, why why we chose RFID, what were the challenges, and give people an idea of that they were thinking the same thing, you know, what would, uh, what would they have to go through? Maybe they can learn from your experiences, right? So let's start with uh, Howard and, and Heather, right? And, you know, uh, Howard, I, I looked at uh, the video and you seem to know a little bit about RFID. You, you said that, you know, you, you thought that would be the technology that would help you do the things that you wanted to do. H how did you come across that conclusion? And Heather, chime in if you'd like as well, you know, how did you guys come up with that conclusion that RFID was the right technology? Did you see it somewhere else? Did somebody else speak to you about it? Have you seen it in use before? It'd be interesting to kind of start from there. Uh, yes, well, we've been manufacturing chairs since about the year 2000. And it's a straight line process. You cut the fa fabric, you sew the fabric, you give it over to the upholsters, they put it on a frame, put the chair in a box, put it in staging and ship it out of the door. So it's a pretty much straight line process. And because of our payroll, and we use a piece rate payroll because you can control your cost. Every recovery cut, you get a dollar. Every piece they sell, they get $3 for this one, five that for that one, et cetera. So you can control your cost very well and everybody's motivated. Everybody's somewhat employees or team partners. They're actually partners in it. But the problem comes in payroll because at the end of the week, when they read on a yellow piece of paper and send it up to the office, you have to figure out what they're writing and be sure they get paid properly. And all we're doing all day is capturing data. Customers call and they want to know when their order is going to be ready. The plant manager has to run out in the floor and see what's in cutting, what's in sewing, what's in a box. And then further down the line, two or three, all our chairs get put in the same size box. They're all brown. And when you have two or three trucks coming at the loading dock at the same time, it's so easy to put a wrong box in a wrong truck, short a box, overship a box, and you had all kinds of problems. Now, I know large corporations keep track of what they're doing using RFID. And I said, if these big companies can do it, is it cost effective for us? 
I've been looking at that for years, and that was my dream. This is my, I had a dream story. And then when <laughs> Heather left graduate school and came to, to join the family business, I told her about my dream. She took it from there. And here we are three or four years later talking about our successes. Excellent. Excellent. Hey, you know, so I know that um, either you or I guess Heather contacted Kurt from, from Value Track. Um, you know, when that call was made, you know, um, maybe Kurt, you can chime in a little bit. You, did you get immediately that this should be RFID? What was your thoughts on why RFID to track this work in progress and the payroll? Um, you know, why wasn't it another technology, you know, barcodes, for instance, or something like that? Is there any any thought that went through your mind when you guys first talked about the project? Um, yeah, sure. So, you know, we met with Heather and we met with Howard and Janice and we kind of you know, listen to what they were trying to do and how they wanted to do it. And I mean, honestly, people do use barcodes to do these as well, but that's more of a manual process. Uh, and the uh, they really wanted to automate the process. So the RFID seemed to be uh, a really great fit, particularly when Howard was talking about, you know, chairs being in boxes and not being able to see the the, the product in the box, uh, the RFID is, is perfect for that because uh, you can read the tag through the box. So it, it seemed to be the best fit for what they were trying to achieve. Yeah, you know, I, I saw that in the video, you know, where, where the chairs go into the box and, you know, obviously there's no line of sight, you know, so barcode technology um, would, would probably not be the best appropriate there. That's make, kind of makes sense that, that RFID would work in that situation. So, you know, I'd like to do is maybe... Um, you know, walk through the steps that, you know, um, you guys took to discover design, testing, implementation, refinement of this workflow implementation. And maybe even, you know, like, was there anything about, you know, the right tag? Did you have to pick the right tag? You know, some of the decision points that you made during the the, the process, right? And so people can understand that experience and what it might be like for me, for, for them, right? You know, um, so ultimately, maybe, um, maybe Heather, maybe you can start, right? And tell us, you know, when you spoke to uh, to Value Track, right? You know, how did that how did that work? You know, how did you start off and how did you implement that into the factories? Sure. Uh, Kirk sent us over a scope document asking us some great questions that we could start thinking about and uh, different questions that we could answer so they could start giving us ideas of what type of technologies from both a software and a hardware would best fit to help us solve our problems. And what we did from there is we put a lot of work in upfront into the scope document and built out a very detailed project uh, document. And when I say detail, I say I went down into the factory and spent a few weeks there working with each of the different departments throughout the process and worked alongside the employees to figure out what was the process, what were their challenges, what was working, what was not working, and work closely with our employees and each department to figure out what, how can RFID and barcoding help um, move products through the factory and help us uh, capture the data needed to make sure our employees are paid properly. So at the end of the day, that's the most important thing to them is making sure they're getting paid for the work that they're doing. And so after putting a lot of work into this document, we sent it back to Kirk and his team. And from there, we all got together and they proposed the Zebra handhelds um, and uh, certain RFID tags. And one of Kirk's uh, colleagues came to our factory with a few different tags that we could test and figure out what was the best RFID tag to use. 
especially when Howard talked about the brown boxes all looking the exact same. In this box, we have an office chair, which contains all different materials from metal, wood, fabric, foam, and the metal can cause a problem sometimes with the tags. So we had to make sure we had the right sure. tags in the right spots. And so we went through that testing process to get the right tags. Yeah, uh, great. Yeah, so it's, it sounds like that Hunt actually took on some tasks, right? That was kind of the thing I was thinking about is like, you know, how much time did, did Hunt, you know, the, you, you guys, Heather and, and Howard or whoever, you know, is on your team, how much time did they spend with value track? You know, what, maybe you could talk a little bit about the vision of, you know, who did what and when, and, you know, I don't know, Heather or Kurt, if you want to just chime in, I'm, I'm interested in, you know, how engaged the, the Hunt um, people were and, you know, how did you divide work and how did you figure out who was doing what? I assume Value Track really managed the project, but it sounds like your Hunt team had a lot of, um, um, you know, insight, in, input into what how things were going. Yeah, I, I can start, Heather, if you're okay. I mean, sure. it's, yeah. it's, uh, it was de it's definitely a collaborative effort. Um, Heather and Howard know their business obviously a lot better than we do. And they knew the they know the nuances of the business, so we'd ask you know a lot of sort of open-ended questions to under to, to to better educate ourselves on how product flowed through their facility and and how what kind of data they wanted to collect and 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 what they wanted to do with that data, and uh, so it's a lot of back and forth um, between you know ourselves and and uh, and the hunt team. And then also the the application, a company called Haltrax, uh, Hal Systems, which has a company a product called Haltrax, that we used is kind of the glue that pulls all this together. And so it was really between Hunt, Value Track, and Hal, a lot of discussion and a lot of questions, a lot of answers, a lot of Heather going back and checking on things, and ultimately, you know piecing together all the pieces of the puzzle to, to make something like this work. Uh, Heather, would you agree with that? I would absolutely agree. And to his point, we know our business and Kirk knows his business. And I think it was the perfect collaboration between both of our teams to talk about, here's our challenges. Kirk came and said, here's some possible solutions. And because they knew their product so well, they were able to help us find the right fit. So it was a really great collaboration between the two. Yeah, and you know, I think that's probably the the reason of success in your company, right? Is the collaboration, because I think that's what it takes in order to be successful. Um, you know, I'm sure there were some some risks of some sort. You know, things that you had to mitigate as you were going on. I'm I'm curious to you know how seamless the transition was. You were starting with one process and you moved to another. How seamless was that transition? And I, I'm kind of interested. Did did the customers actually see a change immediately? I know you were trying to help improve, you know, the accuracy of information and when things were being, you know, sent to your customers. Did they see that immediately? You know, how, how did that work? You know, maybe we could start off with how seamless the transition was from one system to the other. I don't know whoever wants Heather or, or Kurt. Um, and then I'd like to talk about, you know, uh, maybe Howard and Heather, you could tell us how the, the customers um, saw these improvements or how it, it manifests itself into more customer satisfaction. You know, let me grab that one because I'm on the front line with the customers and the uh, team members. And when we, we installed everything, we installed the NEMA box, which I built. We'd gotten all the components down after the decision was made what we were going to use. I was down at the factory and it was pretty much nuts and bolts, put it together, set up the, store, the stations where we're going to store our handhelds, et cetera, put in the scanning areas, put in the um, cabling. And then we said, let's test 
you know, you don't want to go full bore and everything. Let's just go into cutting and sewing. Let's put this in. Let's debug it. And after about a week, I said, this is seamless. There's no problems. We're going full bore starting next week. The whole factory is running on this. This was seamless implementation. Then from our customers, um, when they call us up and say, where's our order, which they were used to doing, a lady who handles customer service could just look it up on her screen and say, well, you got 100 chairs on order. 27 are in a box right now, 14 are in upholstery, 12 are being cut, and 18 are being sewn. They knew exactly where the order was, and we said, she's, and at this rate, we plan on shipping this coming Thursday. They never got answers like this in the past. The girl yeah. would have to get out, out in the factory and look where everything was. Customers love it, and let me also bring out, customers come to visit our factory, they are amazed. We're more advanced than anything they've ever seen. I was just little old Heather and I running an upholstery business, you know, with 10, 15 upholsters, you know, a couple of cutters and sewers. Yeah. So it sounds like you got results pretty immediately, right? Your customers were, got more information and happy, um, you know, on the install, the new systems that you provided, right? And if I can pop in, we're talking about payroll. Let's talk about some happy employees because beforehand, employees would have to really track and make sure they got paid for what they the work that they had done and making sure that they had written down what they did sometimes they would forget sometimes they would have to go and backtrack and say oh what what number was that order again now the employees have access to the work that they scanned in their hands the moment they scan it and they can check and say okay i'm getting credit for everything that i've done and so it's reduced payroll and accuracy inaccuracies significantly which obviously many of our employees are happy about. Let me take that as far as accounting goes. If you talk about happy, it used to take a day and a half, two days to do payroll. Now it takes about two or three hours. Wow. Yeah, so it sounds like things went pretty smoothly, right? I'm sure there were some speed bumps in the way during the process, but it sounds like things sailed along pretty accordingly. I think that, you know, um, points to the upfront work that you did, you know, and the collaboration that you did up front. I'm sure that that helped a lot. Um, there's probably no question about that. Um, one of the, I guess, wrap up kind of question, um, you know, do you foresee using RFID or any other technology to automate the factory anymore in any other ways? Have you collaborated on something else? Any thoughts on, you know, what what, what happened in the future for, for Hunt? Well, when it comes to the technology, I think we did a full implementation. Now it's up to us to find the best use of it. We initially thought we we're going to use it to track payroll. We were going to track um, work and process. But, you know, after a year and a half, we discovered a new way to use this and to solve another pain point that we had. Um, like now our upholsterers, you know, they get their work from the cutting, from the sewing department, and they'd always be waiting on covers. The covers weren't sewn. The upholstery manager would run over and it was coming up the sewing machine. He's running it over to an upholsterer. We said, why is this happening? Why? So we said, let's do this. Uh, using the reports and how tracks, we started counting how, how many, um, covers we sewed a week, how many covers we cut a week, how many chairs we upholstered a week. And we did this for about four or five weeks, developed a four-week moving average. And what we discovered is that we had, we were, we were upholstering about roughly 600 chairs each week on a four-week moving average, but we were only sewing 550 chairs. And we didn't know this. So we had to, we found a bottleneck and we got another sewer in there and now we're in balance. So it's a matter of how you use your point. And if you go back to the old saying, what you can't measure, you can't bat, you manage. Uh, we're much better now. We're much better as a company if they're doing this. Yeah, well, that's great. You know, in the past, you know, I've heard that, um, 
and I know that you know RFID sometimes might have been not as easy to deploy. I think things are changing. The technology is evolving. It's moving forward. You know, this sounds like a great success story for RFID on the ease of implementation. You know, the the you know crucial data that you get in order to um, you know fulfill not only happy employees. It sounds like, but actually happy customers and and really benefited the company. Um, so I think I'm going to wrap up at this point. You know, I'm going to ask the listeners to you know click on the link and watch that five minute video because you'll get some more insights in that video. And I want to thank uh, Howard and Heather and Kurt for um, you know, helping us with this podcast. You did a great job. I really appreciate your help and you know, continued success. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate it. Thank you for having us.